Halloween episode of I Went Outside Today. I'm one of your three hosts, Chris. I'm Cheryl. I'm Sydney. I saw a deer. Indeed, it is our Halloween episode. This will be getting released out of order. Uh, I believe this is like episode nine or the ninth episode we recorded. Mm -hmm. Hello from the future. But uh, we're all such big fans of Halloween here. We knew I had to push this one out a little bit earlier than the other ones. I love a good Halloween episode. And so for our Halloween episode to get Sydney to go outside today, we took her to three different locations around the city. This was something she had agreed to. We told her, well, she told us no ghosts. And we told her, what if we took you to a place that had ghosts, but you didn't know? And then Cheryl had come up with the idea that we take her to three places, and only one of them is haunted, but we all have ghost stories for all of them, and Sydney has to guess which one is haunted. So we're going to find out if I'm psychic. Yeah. So the best part about this whole situation, at least for me, was you couldn't remember having agreed to it, so we (laughs) just were kidnapping you. What were your thoughts? What ideas did you think, like... Where did you think we were taking you? I couldn't remember what I agreed to. I figured I didn't agree to anything too terrible. But, like, then they put me in the car, and it was already dark because they told me that I had time to go pick up ingredients for for cocktails, and I did not have time, like, at all. I was so late. And then it was dark, and we were just in the woods, and I was like, what? Where are we going? What's happening? So I thought they were going to fuck with me. Like, for real. I thought thought someone was going to jump out at me. I did tell you it was uh, going to be our series finale when we were walking down into the darkness. I didn't hear that. I must, I must have been listening <laughs> to Hamilton. <laughs> so is that a common coping mechanism for you? With Hamilton? The- yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Just in general. <laughs> it's true. On our way to the first location, Sydney got so afraid she started playing the Hamilton soundtrack on her phone. It makes me feel better. <laughs> Because he's Alexander Hamilton. But you didn't even know if this was one of the haunted places. I didn't, but I just, like, they kept, like, turning around and being like, oh, we gotta go this way, we gotta go that way. And I was like, are they trying to get me, like, confused and, like, disoriented? And no, they were just actually lost. But I thought it was, like, an attempt to to scur me. No. scared. One of the locations that I had picked, um, when we got out to the site, it actually took us to a different set of buildings than the one that I was looking at and so I'm wandering around I'm like this isn't right like where are we supposed to go and eventually when I pulled out my phone to take a look I realized we were at the wrong place I was like oh okay no we need to go someplace else so that's what happened we were not trying to murder you but I didn't know that so I was like is this part of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) they were like no we had also planned to get there during daylight yes yeah true true yeah, I did want to go find a specific location at that site and then just gave up when it was so dark. I was told I had time. I kind of, well, 
let's let's start by first saying that Chris actually offered to not do the cocktails and just do Halloween wine. It's not the same. Mm. We're having Halloween cocktails. We are you are having Halloween cocktails? Yes. Are I you am, enjoying it? I am. I had a blackberry mm-hmm. one, and I'm having a lime vodka one with raspberry. Mm-hmm. Having a nice time. Good. Cheryl did some excellent mixing for us right before the podcast here. In her goldfish water bottle. Yes, in my goldfish water bottle that I'm now drinking out of, which was probably not a good call. Mm-hmm. It happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess we should reveal the first place that we had taken Sydney to. Yeah, so the first place that uh, we went to. Murder Forest. <laughs> Murder Forest, no. Um, they only spray painted mm-hmm. that on the sign. Yeah, probably. So the first site that we went to, it was a series of abandoned buildings uh, from an old science park that had been built in our Edmonton area. Um, and there's like a boardwalk and a hiking trail that was part of the exhibit. So you could walk around, see sciencey things on your walk as you went. So this place is called the Haunted Forest Trail. In the past, the area had been used as an industrial landfill. And below where we were standing was an abandoned coal mine. In July 1980, Edmonton's new science park was first opened to the public. The center was supposed to be a symbol of Edmonton's wealth, showing octagonal structures containing science exhibits. A boardwalk was also built around an old archaeological site that included five active dig sites. At the time, a local newspaper called it Alberta's Golden Age of Archaeology. In 1988, the site was closed after it was discovered that the landfill below was leaching toxic chemicals into the ground. The buildings were shut down and the city scrambled to prevent an even bigger ecological disaster. Soon after the site was shut down, ghost sightings began. The areas with the active archaeological sites were scavenged by locals. Now knowing the five dig sites, they began to dig up some of their own artifacts. These artifacts were sometimes damaged, and some people even brought home human remains as souvenirs. Sometimes wailing or chanting can be heard in the forest near the boardwalk, and an apparition can be seen of somebody hiding behind the trees along the trail. Some people have even reported seeing a pair of coal miners walking through the park. The two men reportedly lost their lives when a mine shaft collapsed, and they were buried alive. There is speculation that the men's bodies were found during the city's attempts to clean up the toxic chemicals at the site. The area is now a provincial park, and the trail, which was originally part of the Sign Park's attraction, is now named the Haunted Forest Trail. So, Sydney, haunted or not? It is not haunted. I told you that immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, like, finished her last sentence, and I was like, this place is not haunted. So, what about you made to think it was not haunted? I wasn't scarred. Yeah. So you're just fully based on, like, you're... Just vibing it. Yeah, vibing it. Even when we were walking around in the dark and I would point into the bushes all of a sudden? Well, so you would be completely turned the (laughs) other way and then turn around and immediately see something over my head, which is not as scurry as if we were talking and all of a sudden you got afraid. So you're going to need to up your game a little bit. I did think you were going to murder me at one point, but not from ghosts. It wasn't scurry from ghosts. Mm. So it was the crazy eyes that did it. Yeah, and then wandering around a forest at night. And I'm afraid of bears, too. That's why I was playing Hamilton as well, to ward off bears. Pro safety tip. I don't think you're actually going to see bears. 
Well, we didn't see Bears because I was playing Hamilton. Okay. We're not playing Hamilton right now. We're in a house, though. <laughs> it's right behind you. No, it's not. Okay. Well, that brings us to our second location, which is the Divine's Restaurant downtown. Formerly Divine's Restaurant. It's sort of a uh, dilapidated, graffiti smashed up building now. Mm-hmm. So here's the story of the Divine's Restaurant. This building was originally built in 1920 by Warren Keyes, who wanted to settle in Edmonton after fighting in World War I. He was part owner of a profitable mine in the River Valley, which afforded him the ability to build this home in what was considered one of Edmonton's trendiest neighborhoods, which had a beautiful view of the River Valley. Tragedy followed here, however. Ten years after moving in and starting his family, his two sons were play fighting and one brother knocked the other off the fence and he tumbled down the hill, hitting his head on a rock and eventually died of that injury. Warren Keyes was unable to let go of what happened that day. He drowned his sorrows in whiskey and became moody and violent, causing his wife to take his remaining son and leave him. Mr. Keyes remained in this house for years, eventually dying of alcoholism. The inheritors of the house decided to sell the property and it had gone through many owners in the ensuing years. Many of them would complain of hearing the sounds of children roughhousing when there was no one in sight. At other times, items in the master bedroom where Mr. Keyes had died would be thrown about violently as if Mr. Keyes had returned in one of his drunken rages. Eventually, the property fell into the hands of the Divine's restaurant owners who had the property rezoned in order to start their new restaurant. During its operation, the same haunting phenomena continued. Disembodied laughter of children and the sporadic tantrums of an unseen spirit. Guests knew of the stories of the haunting and it gave the small restaurant a little extra charm. Unfortunately, the staff would inevitably become nervous working around the ghosts and would quit within a few months. The constant turnover meant that the experience of eating at Divine's was one of uneven quality as the new chefs were constantly coming and going. The restaurant ultimately failed and left this abandoned building waiting for new tenants. That place was haunted AF. That place was haunted AF. Haunted AF. And what gave you that idea or feeling? I was scared. You were scared? Well, no, I had like, you know, when you get like a tightness in your chest, but like my back was facing the building and I had it like on the other side of like my heart, like on my back, like and like a gross feeling. I don't like being near the building. Also, I thought we were going to a downtown park and I was like, fine. And I was like these silly, you know, these silly guys trying to take me all around. And then he just like veers off down this very questionable dark alley and is like, I'm going to go make sure it's safe. And I was like, uh. It was like a dark side path. It wasn't really an alley. It was the uh, entrance to the backyard of this property. Yeah. If it was an alley, it wouldn't have had a sheer drop down into the river valley on one side. Yeah, we casually had to scale a cliff real quick. No one told us. You weren't scaling a cliff. It was a cliff. We scaled it. We were walking along its edge. We scaled a cliff tonight. It's only scaling if you go from the bottom to the top. No, you can scale something sideways. It's called a horizontal scale. I don't know. <laughs> I've done hikes. I think you did them wrong. You've done your face wrong. <laughs> All right. So. C- calm down, people. 
these cocktails are getting to us. Maybe. We're getting a little feisty. So site three, the final site that we went to, was actually on our university campus. Um, they have a series of halls that are next to each other. They're used as residents right now. Wait, we saw a deer. We did. We saw a deer. We came right a up doe. on a deer. <laughs> and it was just right there. And everyone saw the deer except a for me. A female deer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I startled the deer and the deer, the deer startled me. That was the best part. <laughs> Fair enough. We're going to put a picture on the website. Yes, we, we will put a picture of the, the scary Halloween deer. Yep, check out our social media Facebook page to see pictures of the deal. Mm-hmm. To see deer. the deer. <laughs> can I can I continue? Yes. Okay. So this is Athabasca Hall. So the story is the construction of Athabasca Hall began in 1910. At the time, work camps had to be built near the river to accommodate the additional workers required to build the newly planned building. These work camps were busy and a lot of the men brought their families to live with them at the work camps. The River Valley was a fun place for children from the camp to explore, and one day, after playing near the river, one of the boys walked partway back home, only to realize he had left his jacket back at the riverbank. Worried that he wouldn't get in trouble for losing his jacket, the boy ran back to the river to retrieve it, but he never returned home. The next morning, the boy's body was found, He had frozen to death. Soon after, burying their son somewhere in the river valley, the boy's family left and returned to their home. It is said that the ghost of a little boy is seen in or near Athabasca Hall, wearing a plaid shirt and wool pants. The boy is described as having blue lips, frosted eyelashes, and is seen shivering and sobbing and looking at the ground as if searching for something. So what were your thoughts on the site, Sydney? I didn't think it was haunted. Mm-hmm. I wasn't scared. No. You weren't scared? Mm-mm. I thought maybe, like, it possibly sounded like it should have been haunted, but maybe also the river valley should have been haunted instead. So I have to go with not haunted. Okay. Mm-hmm. So even if a small frosty boy waved at you from the windows. I checked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I checked all mm-hmm. the windows. I wanted to believe. So, are you ready for the big reveal? Yes. Okay. So you're saying you think it was the Divine's restaurant that was haunted? Yeah. No. What? Wrong. Yeah, actually, Athabasca Hall is haunted. What? Yeah. I'm not psychic. No, so this... Sorry. This story was credited um, from a book called I Was There, A Century of Alumni Stories from the U of A. Um... I can't pronounce the author's last name, but I'll try my best. Ellen Schoek. Um, You can actually buy it at the university's bookstore if you want to buy the book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's disappointing. But also, here's the thing. It doesn't mean that I'm not psychic. I'm probably just more psychic downtown than on campus. Because I walk by Athabasca Hall literally every single day so i'm probably used to that psychic ghost energy so i didn't notice so this wasn't really a fair test and you can't prove that divines is not haunted i can i totally made up the story yes that place was shady as fuck though oh my god the The only thing that haunts that place are probably drug addicts yes definitely hobos there's something rustling in the bushes for sure so now 
when you asked about the creation of the three stories, the reason on the car I wasn't going to tell you anything is that actually the science park that the story that I told you about it being like a landfill, toxic chemicals, all that, that's real. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so and Thanks that's, for taking me there. Mm-hmm. That's why those buildings are still abandoned. That's why they're probably not going to turn it into a place for homeless people. It's because... <laughs> like it's like, what a waste of buildings. Yes. Give it to the homeless. Yes. That's because there's toxic they're chemicals toxic. in the ground. Um, so the only part of that story that is actually not real is any of the stuff mentioning a ghost the rest of it is a hundred percent true i was wondering how you guys did it because i couldn't tell which story was fake mm-hmm. but like the divine place freaked me out the most maybe because i had to scale a cliff i think it's also because the building is already in creepy yeah all the doors and windows are boarded up, up. It's kind of in a sketchier part of our city. It's not really like. It is a beautiful location, though. It is a beautiful you can location. See and it's a just full like this view of the river valley. So dodgy. This little weird side entrance just leading to. It's probably the best place in the city to do hard drugs. <laughs> Honestly, probably because you don't even see it. I didn't even see it. We were coming up on it, and I looked right at the building, and I was like, "Oh, that's nice." And then I thought we we're gonna keep going, and then it just fucking disappears on the side of the building. Crazy. I think a homeless person should make a camp there. I think it's a good windbreaker area. So you're calling dibs? Yeah, if I'm ever homeless. But if I'm not homeless, someone else could have it. Dibs. <laughs> You've heard it here first. But also, I don't think it's fair to test me in someone on somewhere that I walk past every single day. Well, the issue was that a lot of the haunted places in Edmonton are places that you would walk past every day. Me, like, personally, as a person? As well, a real person. As a real person. Am I just surrounded by ghosts? T- potentially. Um, like, the McDonald Hotel is haunted, but we walked past that, like, how many times a couple weeks ago? Right, right. Um, there's a couple bars on White Ave that are haunted, but again, we walk past those every day. There's a whole bunch of the campus that's haunted. Um, true, true. Half so, the campus is haunted. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those things where, like, finding locations that are haunted that we don't walk past on a daily basis is pretty hard. Why isn't the little boy haunting the river valley, though? So... It's not 100% clear, and I wish I had access to the actual book itself uh, to be able to read what she actually put in there. She saw the little boy ghost all over the place? So there was a witness that had said that they saw the little boy ghost in and around Athabasca Hall, um, and that his father worked in constructing Athabasca Hall, so that maybe the ghost of the little boy came back looking for his father. We don't know. How do they know after the fact who the little boy ghost is? Again, we don't have access to the story, but typically in, because I really love ghost stories, a psychic could have told them, uh, who knows. It's just one of those things where we don't have a lot of information, and you'll find that a lot of the actual true ghost stories in Edmonton, there isn't a lot of information. Little baby ghosts are the worst, too, though. Little kid ghosts? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm disappointed that I'm not psychic, but I'm not surprised. No, when we were going through one of the sites, you did mention that you had a dream that you should oh, tell yeah. our sister about. <laughs> that you said, 
psychically linked to what we were up to tonight. <laughs> no, I just had a dream about a little kid crying, but my dream was about a little girl crying. That looked like my sister, so I figured my sister was either in direct like mortal peril or about to be, mm-hmm. or that I felt bad about not helping her move, so I'm going to help her move tomorrow. You're a good person. Mm-hmm. But when we... We're talking about the crying little boy ghost. I was like, oh, that's crazy. I had a dream about a little kid crying that like woke me up. Woke me up at like 3 a.m. And then I had to check my whole house for intruders. Don't ever intrude my house because I check. I'll find you. Only tap on the windows. Don't. And I'll breathe. <laughs> Don't. So it gets all foggy. Stop. And I'll write a message. No one asks you. <laughs> Man, should have gone with it. But I didn't believe it in my heart that that was the haunted place. Because I'm probably used to that psychic ghost energy. You're just like, it's just white noise to you now. Yeah. It's like when you're in too hot bath water, but after a while it feels normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I should say we had a bit of a time like trying to decide which haunted places and uh, unhaunted places we should take you to. And to Cheryl's credit, she did try to track down a place that had a haunted cat. That would have been dope. Yeah. Couldn't find any though. Good effort, though. Mm-hmm. We did see one cat. We did. We saw, we saw two. two, actually. One black and one white. The first one wasn't friendly, though. No. I didn't see the second one. I wasn't listening. But you did get to see some deer while on campus. Oh, my God. That deer came out of nowhere. That was so crazy. That was the best part, and no one else even cares. We I was came so out of nowhere. That deer, deer was already there. I startled him, and he startled me. Everyone else was, like, so chill. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's just right there. I took a picture of it. I wanted to pet it, but I didn't. That's for the best. Yeah, deers are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can turn carnivorous just like that. Mm-hmm. It was so cool, though. It was a good deer. And we saw one rabbit. So I know you had your policy of no ghosts. This sort of uh, pushes against that boundary a little bit. How do you feel about uh, having gone to a haunted place today and survived? Yeah, maybe I'm not even afraid of no ghosts. Apparently, I'm just afraid of hobos. <laughs> and dark alleys. And dark alleys and scaling cliffs. Mm -hmm. So if we were to have, let's say, a Ouija board episode, how do you feel about Mm -mm. that? Nope. What about doing like a ghost tour? Maybe a ghost tour. How about a ghost investigation? Depends on the, like where we hold the machines and things. Yeah. Yeah, And go into haunted building. I don't want my technology not to work though. That's always what happens. And the lights go out and <laughs> I can't run very fast. Are you are you getting your data from like your own experiences or is it from walking watching Skinwalker Ranch? About how to investigate for mm-hmm. ghosts? I don't I feel like there was that show a while ago about um I don't know, there used to be shows. Can't think of what they were, <laughs> but there used to be shows. Mm. And it's like like a trope. They always go in with some weird like Trimeter and it goes crazy and then all the lights shut off. I don't like it. I'm not here for it. We could go investigate a ghost like in a field maybe, but I don't want to be in a building. <laughs> I don't want to be in a ghost house. What about a ghost hospital? No, that's mm. a ghost building. Ghost restaurant? That's a ghost building. I said outside ghost. What if we God. took you to three restaurants and one of them oh was haunted? <laughs> well, I think that we should do like... Where I win and I get to be psychic because I really thought I was going to get it right. Mm-hmm. We could do some psychic episodes. We could. I'm apparently not psychic. No. We tried, though, didn't we, on one of the episodes? No, we just uh, Oh, no, we just did it for fun. Yeah. Hypnotherapy. No, Chris. 
I don't know if you guys remember, but he tried to test her psychic ability by walking into the other room and focusing on an item and guessing, getting you to guess which item he was focusing on. Did I win? No. No. And you said it was dumb. It is stupid. (laughs) It's not stupid if I'm right, but it's stupid if I'm wrong. Yeah, I probably I think, uh, don't have any psychic energy here because I'm here all the time. So we that's need to take you. That's actual science. That's actual science. We need to take you someplace you've never been to before. Yeah, that's why I didn't know that place was haunted. Mm. I bet you I would have known if it was. So what kind of psychic do you hope you are? Just any kind. Because there's the ones that can like to see the future. Any kind is good. The ones that can see what's happening like right now somewhere else. People who can tell the past of a certain object. Like, what psychic power do you want? I never thought that hard about it. I think that looking at the... You just wanted a a secret special power? Like, I think being able to tell the past of an object would be good because then I could, like, go on dates with fuckboys and been like, where's this rat been? That could be handy. (laughs) That's too much power for you. you, That's, like, dope. What are you talking about? That's not even enough power. So, past. I would, like past psychic energy mm-hmm. hmm. or i would like to be a psychic vampire so like one of those things that just emotionally drains the fuck out of everything around it i see i mean there are those event bright uh, events that come up it's like how to protect yourself from psychic vampires mm-hmm. there's got to be something on the other end of it how like, to be a psychic mm-hmm. vampire yeah that's what i need i will see if i can find that <laughs> hosted by a dr acula write it down mm-hmm. dr acula silly <laughs> well i'm disappointed that the it didn't work today but that doesn't mean that i'm not psychic it just means i'm not psychic about ghosts we do we should have actually brought out your electromagnetic reader yeah i forgot to bring my ghost detector that's fine yeah, we should bring more ghost detectors next time. Yeah. We- next time. Yes. No. Ghost I investigation. Didn't. Yes. Agreed. Only outside. Signed Only and notarized. In the middle of the day. Uh-huh. That was not notarized. That's not what notarized <laughs> means. There's a whole process. You have to pay a fee. There's a stamp. You can't just call things notarized. Maybe this dumb, complicated way you do it. Would it make you feel better to know that when we use that meter on the bird, it lit up? Amazing. Amazing. So is it like it detects if he's a ghost or just if there's electromagnetic energy? It detects EMF changes. Yeah. Mm. The bird apparently can cause electromagnetic changes Mm -hmm. just by talking to him. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. Especially because every time it went off, he like screamed at it. So... (laughs) Because it beeps and he's got to beep back. Yeah, that's fun. How scared do you think you'll be tonight? Not scared. You just heard like three ghost stories and got taken to three they weren't somewhat scary ghosts, haunted though. places in the dark. They were just like ghosts that died. <laughs> As opposed to those who survived <laughs> and are still alive. It's not like scurry though. So like, I mean, that little boy that got lost in the woods, but like. So it, what what you're saying is that you need demons in the next episode? No, I'm just saying it's not exactly bath. I can't even because that'll scare me. <laughs> the lady from The Conjuring, what's her name? The lady from Bath the Sheba, I think it is. Beth Sheba. I mean, I know Beth Sheba from the Bible. Now we gotta look it up. Okay. Are you talking about the Warrens? 
No, the ghosts. <laughs> I'm not talking about the... I mean, the Warrens are probably pretty scary, too. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think they're actually both dead. <laughs> I also associate the conjuring with the worst hangover I've ever had in my entire life. Did you like have to drink a lot to calm down after that movie? No, I didn't drink for weeks after that movie. Oh my god. Watch it on New Year's. Yeah, I'm right. It is Bathsheba. Fuck you guys. Okay. Bathsheba the ghost. She's scary. Yeah, it says Bathsheba Thayer Sherman is the main antagonist of The Conjuring. I can't even talk about it too much. It's going to fuck me up. I slept with the lights on for two weeks after I saw that. Okay, month. Stop. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so these were only moderately scary ghosts. They weren't like... Scary, scary. From what I've seen, there isn't a lot of scary, scary ghosts in Edmonton. Because I think you got to find like some ghosts where like some fucked up shit happened. Yeah, which is not here. Well, I mean, maybe the Charles Camsell Hospital. Well, or the one building that was torn down that the serial killer lived in. That was probably. Question for the audience is. If you are a ghost in a house and you tear down the house, is the land still haunted? Yes. I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, sometimes it's attached to a piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. So if you bring in used furniture into your home, it could come with a ghost. I only own used furniture. Uh-oh. Well, well my mattress is new. Then the bed is the only safe place in your home now. Figured as much. Don't lie on the couch. I live on the couch. You lie there with the dead. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Don't ruin my couches for me. Well, I think that wraps up uh, our very special Halloween episode of I Went Outside Today. Spooky. Ooh. I like your spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Chris, signing off, wishing you all a happy Halloween. Uh, I'm Cheryl, also happy Halloween. I'm Sydney, have an okay Halloween. (laughs) Have whatever kind of Halloween you choose to have. And don't get haunted by no ghosts. (laughs) 